Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me here today. You know, I kind of made up my mind not to do many more shows regarding this virus as there isn't much out there today that hasn't been said. But you keep asking me for more. Anyway, a few people have sent me emails asking me to do a show on my views on life in general, touching on this virus a wee bit. So, hearing that, I decided to do one more. But after this, I'll get back to my stories, which to me is much more enjoyable. Anyway, here's what I come up with. It's called Views on Life. Truth be told, I have written about hundreds of things over the years, hoping it puts a smile on someone's face or makes them think a a bit on what is happening in this old world of ours, along with sharing some ideas on how to do things like planting and growing your own food, tending your lawns, farming, writing books, becoming a writer, storyteller, or whatever. I could go on here for an hour on things, but I won't, as today I have something else in my mind. What would that be? I'm glad you asked. It makes me feel good inside when I know folks are interested in what I have to say. Oh, sure, there are some that are skeptics, and that is okay, as I am what I am. What do I care about is what I write about, and that to me is all that matters. And if what I have learned over the years can help someone along the way, well, that is the icing on the cake. And for those that gets offended easily, well, the answer to that is, don't listen. However, today I would like to share with you what I feel is happening or taking place in the world today. Now remember, this is just my views on things. To start things off, let's take a look at nature. So far this year, I have noticed the weather is mixed up about as much as our powers that be are. They both don't seem to know what they're doing. But first off, let me say a bit on the virus that has spread throughout our world. This virus sure has done a lot of damage, and when all said and done, I hope the true cause is found and the ones responsible are held accountable. As, I've, as I have said before, I have my suspicions but I will keep them to myself. Right now, I kind of figure it doesn't matter who or what caused the problem. What is important is fixing the problem. Then we can heal, or I should say, then we can deal with the issue of what or who later on. So, to start things off, I would have to say that I think what we need to be doing is working hard to move ahead with more automation, bringing together technology that can do the work of humans. We also need to get past what we believe to be the only way of doing things, which, as simple as it sounds, is the hardest part. The writing is on the wall for all us to see. It's just that a lot of us aren't seeing what lies in front of them. Or, maybe better put, they don't want to see what is in front of them as they are making a lot of money the way things are right now. And if technology gets a foothold in their affairs, they will lose their gravy train, so to speak. Think on this for a bit. 
Right now, we have a few good farmers here in Canada. I said a few, but not half as many as we had years ago. The reason for that is we slowly edged them out. Why is that? Well, if I was asked, I would have to say it mainly boils down to money. To me, it seems that money has been put up on the front line instead of things that are really important. We basically started relying on other countries. It didn't happen overnight, let me tell you. It's been implemented into our society, I believe, in such a way that most didn't realize what was taking place or the harm it was going to cause. The worst part about all this is that a lot tend to believe what some powers that be say is true and put their trust in others, where truth be told they shouldn't have. Take farming a bit further. One has to remember that even if we had the farmers that is needed here in Canada, we still need factories that can package, distribute, and process these fruits, meats, and vegetables. Without them, the farmers have no place to sell their crops and things. And thinking about that, I can always remember my old dad saying, George, there is a place for trade in other countries, in all countries, but what we have to remember is that if we don't look after our own country first, things will eventually get out of a hand. And when that happens, which it will, the way things are going, we will soon have all kinds of problems. And as much as a young feller doesn't like to listen to his elders from time to time, I would have to say my dad was right on the money with his way of thinking. To me, it seemed that he had a gift to be able to see things before the fact. And you know, I believe that gift was passed on to me in a lot of ways. As for most of the, my life, from time to time, I have had an inside track on what is going to happen before it happens, as my old dad, as my old dad did before me. Now don't get to thinking that I'm saying I'm better than anyone else, as I'm not. But I am saying that every so often there are those that do have abilities beyond what most think is possible. Anyways, I'm no Einstein, that's for sure, as most of what I have learned and shared with others has arrived from experiences, teachings, and listening to my most inner feelings. I call it a gift, but in some ways I think it's a curse too. But a bit more on these factories. I believe what needs to be happening is more needs to be built right here in Canada. Problems arise, though, as these factories need a lot of humans to do and maintain things. I think what we need to be looking at is, as I said earlier, we need to move ahead more quickly with the automation of things. As no matter how you look at it, it is a necessity, especially if we want to increase our quality control and production speed, which is needed in our country today. Some will say, look at all the jobs that will be lost. I say not so, as all those new robotic things need humans from the time being to keep them running smoothly. What we will need, though, is a much higher level of training for some so we can keep up, along with a will to let technology help us. Like with this virus that is happening right now, it comes along and given time all the people eventually get sick in these factories and, well, nothing can be produced which is starting to happen, as a matter of fact, now in the beef and pork industries, along with a few others. Then what happens? We humans become even more sick and quite possibly 
Perfect possible slowly die because we don't have enough food to eat. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to see this. The thing is, we should have been more on the ball. It's not all doom and gloom. Now, don't get to thinking that. I just stated what could happen. So what should be done? Well, as I said, we need to focus on modifying factories the more we have been in doing so far so they can be run without a lot of humans, and we need to do it fast. And saying that, though, we need, to, we need to do this here in Canada, not in other countries. It amazes me that some don't or can't see this. One other thing that bothers me to no end is what our powers to be are doing right now, like the building and opening of a huge warehouse in China, China of all places. That's just one of many, by the way, and I say, why not build these factories and warehouses here in Canada and make our own medical supplies and things? We also need to help farmers and manufacturing facilities and relax some of the not-so-good regulations that scare them away, give them the incentive to stay by buying Made in Canada first, and doing so we will all benefit. And here again, I'm not saying that everything should be made here in Canada, as I know some things can't be. But it would be nice if we could, wouldn't it? The thing is, what is made here in Canada or grown here in Canada should be purchased first, if at all possible. Anyways, opening back up our canning factories, food suppliers, reintroducing our farmers, and making our own medicines and supplies using our own science and technology, I think would be a better and safer than what we have now. To depend on other countries for your livelihood, health, and food, I believe, is the wrong way of doing things. I'm not just talking about Canada, neither. I would think it would be in the best interest for every country to do the same, or at the very least, work towards being self-efficient. I believe we need to do a complete turnaround here in Canada and do it quickly. And hey, I'm pretty sure we have some great minds, and on top of that, them minds haven't got much to do right now. Maybe it is time them minds should be looking at ways to fix these problems that are occurring here in Canada instead of looking for ways to, uh, I won't say it, but some things sure get my dander up. <sighs> Anyways, okay, I'm cool. To me, what you're seeing right now today is just the tip of the iceberg. And I hate to say this, but it is going to get worse. That is, if we don't start to do things right and take things serious. Sugarcoating things like some of our powers that be, along with others, have been doing for years now isn't the answer. Bottom line, we need to stop this nonsense. But there are some good things that have arisen out of what is happening. And yes, I know a lot of folks have died, and I suspect there will be a lot more. Maybe even me. But the way I look at things now is that now we are saving a lot of lives too. One example would be our hospitals today. With all that is going on, right now they are busy, but not busy with the normal occurrences that was taking place. And why is that? Well, simply put, folks now fear going into the hospital in case they catch the virus. Before, some are going in for a simple cold, flu symptoms, all kinds of things that, truth be told, I wouldn't hesitate to say wasn't important at all, which in turn takes up a lot of time from our doctors and nurses that is unnecessary. 
They are busy enough on a good day. You know, I kind of think, in a strange way, us humans have come to a stage that is much like our country today. We have been made to believe that things are wrong when they really aren't. Now here again, don't jump to conclusions that I am saying these things aren't needed or necessary in some instances, or that our doctors and medical professions isn't doing their job, as I am not, as most of them are doing a darn fine job. What I am saying that I kind of think a lot of us have been pampered too much and made to believe we have a ton of illnesses that in a lot of cases aren't true at all. I have a doctor friend that said one time, You know, George, if you keep coming back to me and you keep insisting and I keep looking and searching, I will find all kinds of not-so-good things wrong with you. And saying that, if I don't find them and leave them alone, you might not believe this, but most will fix themselves all on their own. So what I'm saying is, is this, George. Some things might be best left alone unless it's absolutely necessary. You know, that old feller I found was right. I'm proud to call him my friend. Now here again, modern medicine is amazing and I hope will continue to become more amazing. What happens, some, what sometimes happens though is that as amazing as our body is, it doesn't need some help. It does need some help from time to time. That is where nature, doctors, nurses, scientists, scientists, vaccines, medicines, technology, and lots more step in with a helping hand. So, bottom line, yeah, I'm a bottom line kind of guy. Here's my theory on this virus. In short, which could be hard to believe, that as many lives that have been taken, many more have been saved. The reason being that people are now staying at home. In doing so, the body is now fixing things that in a normal day, most would be heading off to a doctor for medicines that quite possibly weren't even needed at all. Now don't go getting a huff and pop a button. I'm just saying what I figure could be taking place. So what is the cause or who is to blame for all this? Here again, glad you asked. As in doing so, it allows me to give you my opinion, which I enjoy doing from time to time. So, to answer that, I would say, we all are, every single one of us. Some of it caused from greed, power, or the want of fame. Some from not listening to our most inner feelings, or what we were told years ago by our elders of things that could happen. In other words, it's not as much as what we did or, or did not do. I believe it's what we do from here on in. And hey, we either make things right or disappear as the dinosaurs did before us. Take care of yourselves. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. 
I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.